Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Teacher, thank you for joining us on The Opinion Line to discuss Budget 22. We'll go into the, the detail a bit more later, maybe, with Minister McGrath. But overall, on balance as Taoiseach, do you think that there's a good balance here, given that the economy is recovering at a faster rate than you thought it would? Yes, I, I think it is. And I think that is the context. Um, we've come through a terrible pandemic or we're coming through it. Uh, and there has been a significant rebound in the economy. I mean, between this year, 2021, and next year, 400,000 more jobs will have been restored and created, which is quite an extraordinary figure. So the challenge then is to, to make this budget fair, to try and highlight areas we want to improve, such as childcare, education, housing, um, health, um, and, and, and protect and look after young people and children in particular. And I think the budget does that, uh, as well as keeping that uh, continuing focus on jobs. You mentioned jobs and business in particular. While the extension of the pandemic supports is welcome into the new year, hospitality and the arts and tourism, they're saying, look, the start of the year is a very quiet, fallow period anyway. Uh, is, is, is government prepared to, to hold on a bit longer before, before all these dry up, just to let us get back on our feet? Yeah, I think the EWIS scheme will will go right through to, to April. Now, there will be adjustments along the way, but I think that's a significant um, period um, uh, in terms of continuation of, of, of the job subsidy program that we started during COVID, which will help in particular the hospitality sector, uh, the arts and entertainment sector. In, in essence, the tourism, those sectors you just talked about who were perhaps still very vulnerable because of the, the after effects, if you like, of the pandemic, the continuing impact of the pandemic on those sectors because people are still not traveling. Uh, there's still, you know, people are quite correctly kind of careful in terms of their, their, their social distancing and, and, and all of that. And uh, so all of that will impact on those sectors. So essentially, the, the jobs, wage subsidy schemes will keep going uh, for the first couple of months of, of next year. In addition, there will be uh, rates um, waiver for the last quarter of this year, uh, specifically around the hospitality, arts and entertainment sector as well, which I think gives them uh, further relief. Um, in respect of, 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 of costs that they might otherwise um, encounter. So I think that that is uh, a further help to them. And, and of course, the 9%, the 9% VAT keeps going until the lower rate that we bought in last year will keep going until August of 2022, which is a further help to the hospitality. Actually, on, on that one, uh, straight away, the Vintners Federation were out saying, why end it then? Let it go for the whole year. Because 2022 is going to be tough all the way through. 
Well, I think 2022 will, will, will witness significant recovery in the sector. Already, domestically, there has been significant bounce back in the domestic hospitality sector. I do acknowledge that the absence of travel and tourism for most of 2021 has had an impact on, you know, visitor numbers and tourism. But the, the domestic market has, has rebounded very significantly um, and lots of jobs have come back. I mean, if you think of it, PJ, about over 400,000 people were on the pandemic unemployment payment uh, a short few months ago in, in February. Mm. Uh, that's down to below 100,000 now. Uh, so people are going back to work because of additional demand and mm. But the VAT rate is helping the sector and they want to keep it. It is. And we look, we, we keep these under review, but I think 2022, August 22 is very reasonable and fair because other challenges will come. Like housing will continue to be the number one challenge facing mm. the government. And we have huge resources allocated to get housing built and we still want to keep the focus on housing, yeah. on health um, and education. Do you think you've done enough in, in housing for 2022? We all we have. I mean, the issue will be delivery. I mean, four billion of a capital budget will be allocated to housing, um, and I think we we reckon twenty six thousand social houses of over four thousand affordable. Um, so we're hoping that thirty one thousand households will have their housing needs met in different ways. Um, we're looking at about about nine and a half thousand would be social direct bills. There's additional funding for HAP as well to get people uh, access to the, to, to, to the rental market. Are the workers there to build all those houses? There are no workers to build that, and already this year, the again, the recovery in the construction industry is a bit better than we might have expected, um, because, as you know, we shut down for the first few months of the year because of the, the lockdown, uh, but it is coming back, so that means for 2022, we think we could have a significant activity in the house building sector, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, with, with the Land Development Agency up and running now and having the legislation passed, they'll be in, 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 in the sector as well. Uh, and we want to get the cost rental houses uh, delivered next year, hopefully about 1,000 uh, cost rental, which will be about 25%, if not more, below the market rents, uh, and then affordable purchase homes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cork is strong in that because the Cork Corporation uh, have been faster off to market than other local authorities in respect of the cost rental and in respect, and in respect of, of, of affordable housing. Taoiseach, I'd hate to be back in my 20s trying to get myself settled in, in an economy such as we have mm-hmm. now. Do you think there's enough in there for young adults who are trying to settle themselves, get themselves their first home, maybe get married, start a family. Is there enough in there for for young people to feel secure going into 2022? I think it's be- it's better because of the budget. I mean, the, the allocation to housing, particularly affordable housing, the continuation announced in today's budget of the Help to Buy scheme will help first-time buyers again um, in, in, in terms of, of being able to afford to buy a house. And then you add the additional measures that we brought in during the year in 2021 will help um, young people who want to buy a house in, in 2022. The tax changes will help, I think, those, the, the widening of the bans in particular and, 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 and the, the credits, the changes there will help the 25 to 35 year age group, those in their own, you know, people could be earning 40, 40 plus, um, over 35,000. As with all tax changes, it's the higher earners who seem to benefit. Well, there's people over 35,000, and also those under 35 will benefit. Mm. Those over 35 will benefit more. We have a progressive tax system. Those who earn the highest pay the highest tax in Ireland, and that's the way it is. Uh, but I think it's that mid-income group, that that, uh, uh, that younger mid-20s group um, onwards, who will benefit from that tax change. And I was surprised to see the opposition go against that tax change, because mm. I think it will benefit younger uh, people earning uh, over the 35,000. Uh, Unfortunately, among my listeners, there wouldn't seem to be too many of them. 
Well, there will be uh, there will be quite there will be quite a number. I mean, uh, but also those under thirty five thousand will benefit um, from the tax changes as well. Uh, I put it this way: if those tax changes weren't brought in, a lot of people would be paying additional taxes because it would essentially mean that you, you, one wasn't indexing 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 the tax uh, situation. So the rates and, and therefore you'd have been ended up paying more tax. Yeah. You know, so I think it's look. I think if you put it all together, if you put the housing measures, the taxation measures, uh, some transport measures, although that's for a younger age group, um, the, the benefits there. I think there's a, a lot of support uh, in the budget for young people generally. Notable changes in terms of of childcare. Uh, one of the headline issues out of this. But would state provision of childcare, as Sinn Fein talk about, for example, not be a better option? Well, we do have significant state involvement now in childcare. I mean, the the ECHI scheme is is a significant state subsidy of childcare. Childcare has evolved in the country through community playgroups, private uh, providers who get substantial support from the state and some state providers directly. Um, so, you know, rather than reconfiguring the whole thing again, I think it's important that we gradually uh, in, and incrementally increase the state provision. Now, I think the measures in this budget are significant because they're going to the workers in childcare. And it's about giving a proper career pathway for people working in childcare, which I think will consolidate the sector, enable them to retain workers and recruit uh, uh, staff into the, the, the early childhood uh, area. And I think that's very, very important because ultimately we have to get uh, into a far better position in terms of, of pay for those who work in our early education sector. And that's what this budget significantly does. There's ongoing talks. There will be an employment regulation order anticipated will be brought in in, in in September. So the measures that Michael McGrath announced today in relation to childcare will follow through into 2023 as well in terms of much larger full-year costings. Uh, and I think that is a significant move. We have to do more. I acknowledge your point in terms of the, we, we, we want that to tie into a freeze on any um, on, on the, the, the charges and, 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 and the cost of childcare. But I think we have to do more in subsequent years then to make it more affordable for parents. Your fellow Corkman, Sean Healy of Social Justice Ireland, Taoiseach, was previewing the budget with us on the Opinion Line yesterday. And his analysis was that this budget won't actually narrow the gap between rich and poor. In fact, it'll widen it. There was no uh, increase in the last two years uh, in the core welfare rates uh, and nor in the pension the value of the what people had three years ago is not being maintained even after this budget has been put in place. So uh, it would have required 10 euro a week just to maintain the status quo uh, and hold, hold people where they were. So what I see, in fact, happening is a betrayal of Ireland's poorest and most vulnerable people. Your response, Taoiseach. I don't think it clearly was an initial analysis. I look forward to meeting with Sean, as I do regularly. But, for example, if you take education, I mean, this is the first major investment in debt schools in over 10 years in terms of the scale of the allocation of resources to the most disadvantaged schools in the country. Over 1,165 more special needs assistance schools, bringing the total of special needs assistance now to 19,000, and there'll be 980 additional uh, teaching posts, uh, sorry, special education teacher posts provided next year and 350 extra mainstream teachers. Uh, so there's a good investment in education targeted at those on low incomes. Uh, the housing is all about 
um, enabling people who can't, first of all, in social housing to get access to social houses, as well as those then who want to buy homes to be able to buy at an affordable rate. So they're probably measures that I don't think Sean is factoring in to his overall assessment um, of the budget. And the welfare package uh, is uh, a very substantial one, worth over 600 million, uh, covering the broad range of people on um, social welfare, particularly on those in carers alone. So I think there's significant changes in the income disregard thresholds. Um, and I think the fuel allowance piece of it added to the increase in the pension, living alone allowance, um, all combined, I think, will weather the, the, the increases that are coming because of the global situation around energy. And, and, and that hopefully will abate during the middle of next year. The price of energy is the real problem going into winter. It's frightening people. The cost of petrol, the cost of diesel going up, the cost of home heating oil, the cost of heating their homes is going up for people. Any reassurance for them before we finish, Taoiseach? That's why we brought. We decided to make the fuel allowance, for example, widening the, the eligibility, but also bringing in the increases from midnight tonight. So the original, you know, annually it would come in around January, but that's too late. So yeah. we're bringing that in immediately, um, and I think that you know those measures will meet the, the increases that, that that are coming in respect of the fuel. Um, and, and diesel, but also towards later the, the increases in home heating, which won't come in immediately, the increases, uh, but they will come in later in the year. Taoiseach, thanks for being with us on the Opinion Line. Thank you very much indeed, PJ. Courts 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.